Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Monday. Well, I certainly hope everybody's having a happy Monday. I know sometimes Mondays can be a drag, but coming out of this last weekend, I got to say, I'm doing pretty good. Saw what I thought to be was a great pay-per-view last night. And we'll get into that. And look, I, I, I get that everybody has their opinions on it. And you are certainly allowed to yours. But we got a ton of stuff to discuss tonight. So kick back, relax. And you know what we do as we get into this? We smash that like button, we smash that sub button, and we ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. And if you're used to listening to stuff, uh, your podcast with audio, smash this podcast for your bone on the go is available on anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast and i love anchor because it just spreads it out all over the place it, it spreads it out to places that i don't even know where it's going and all of a sudden i'll get a email saying hey your podcast is on here quick claim it so it's on it's on spotify apple google Castbox, uh bull run uh Oh, the new, one of the newest one is uh, Verbal, V-U-R-B-L. Um, that's that's a relatively new one. So, yeah, it's on there if you're, you know, checking stuff out on there. It's also recently on Podbean. That's a new one. So, wherever you get your audio, there's a real good chance it's on there. And, uh, hey, hit me up if you're used to listening, listening to something somewhere and you can't find it. So, uh, you know, I'll see what I can do because uh, Anchor's pretty good about that and other sites are pretty good about responding to uh, Anchor as well. So, great to see those numbers growing slowly but surely. <clears throat> There's also a support button on anchor.fm as well if you want to tune in there help support the show it's kind of like patreon but not really patreon set up for three different tiers if you want to help support the brand all right <clears throat> excuse me Ooh. all right we are hydrated we are ready to go we are going to do our best to not sound like JR from last night. Speaking of JR from last night, Jiminy Christmas. That poor guy. That poor son of a bitch. <laughs> poor JR had a rough night last night. And I want to thank everybody who tuned in last night, got a few followers, got a few subs out of last night's 
what I consider to be an all-nighter. We podcasted for five flipping hours last night. Can you believe that? And I thought I was only going to do that on Tuesdays. Nope. <laughs> we did a little watch-along live reaction, if you didn't. And my original plan, and I want to apologize. My original plan was to separate the review section of it and throw it up on the audio. And I didn't do that because by the time I got to that point of podcasting last night, I was so exhausted and I didn't exactly like the way the rest of it turned out. I just basically forced it out and just tried to finish the best I could. But I, I basically started feeling like Jim Ross just didn't quite sound as bad, but that poor guy, hopefully he sounds better by this Wednesday or maybe, Hey, maybe they'll just give him the week off and tell him the rest up. That'd be probably the best. Hopefully it's nothing contagious. <laughs> Shouldn't joke about it, but you know, it's, it's just try to keep it lighthearted. So, <clears throat> so yeah. All right. So, yeah, wherever you're watching from, thank you, whether it's YouTube or Twitch or if you're listening on audio, it's all love. Most appreciated. Um, one last thing, going to be working on some new, uh, new merchandise stuff soon, but it's going to take some time. So just stay patient, folks. Stay patient. It's all a work in progress. It's all a work in progress. It always is. Always evolving always trying to upgrade stuff here and there all right so what we're going to start out with because i know raw is not everybody's cup of tea but we are going to cover it tonight but we're going to start out with some news first we're going to start out with some news we're going to cover some uh updates that we got from uh following last night's pay-per-view a lot of stuff came out during the media scrum, some interesting tidbits about last night's AEW revolution. Plus, we got some uh we got a big update on the uh <clears throat> see if Mark was here, he would screw me up with this. Screw me up on this just horribly, just horribly. He was <laughs> you know how Uncle Mark is when we start talking about the peacock. And the network going to the peacock. We know how much Uncle Mark just loves his peacock. <laughs> he goes crazy. We got a great update on that. So just hang on, folks. Relax. We got some news for you. Then we'll jump into Raw. Jiminy Christmas. And now, Jaybo's to you by himself. Take it away! Searching for my fake wrestling news. God, whoever that guy is, they need to fire his ass. Jiminy Christmas. So, <laughs> legitimate news. Hell yeah. All right, we're getting some chatters in here now. What's up, everyone? All right, so... Some great little updates coming out of last night's media scrum. If you didn't see, there were some little things that came out 
throughout the day today, uh, different news sources uh, sharing the media scrum or portions of the media scrum from last night. They had Darby Allen, uh, Paul White, Adam Page, and then Tony Khan on there. Uh, interesting that they had Darby Allen on there because um, I, I thought he basically died during that street fight, that last bump he took through that huge wooden plank, you know, and he dropped the elbow a floor up from uh, where Cage was laid out. That was pretty devastating. So, but his, his amount of questions that he did on this media scrum was literally short, but sweet. He was on there for five minutes and he was out. So, uh, no reason, no reason. <clears throat> Just, I'm assuming that's why they did it so short with Darby Allen. So, this has to do with Darby, and I just kind of added little things from everybody from the media scrum coming out of last night's pay-per-view. Some very interesting stuff about Darby here. Um, we, we knew he had a lot of freedom as far as like when he shoots these videos and he's doing his stunts and whatnot. I had no clue that he was going to be Take having this much control in the street fight. I had no, well, number one, I really didn't have a clue what we were going to get. And that street fight, it look, everybody's allowed their own opinions, but that is one of the best cinematic street fights that I have seen since the inception, about a year ago now, of cinematic, you know, street fights going on actually over a year we, we've seen that in uh impact wrestling quite a bit over the last few years de depending on if it was like the undead universe or something related to sammy callahan or lax or whatever uh we've seen that a lot but we've seen it even more now with the pandemic and everything going on and by all means give me your opinions on that street fight um I, I I know some of you were uh, uh, pretty pretty for it, but I know there's going to be some different people in here tonight. So by all means, let let me know your thoughts on that street fight from last night. Um, so news the the big thing about Darby's uh, short but sweet media scrum here is we found out that he basically had his directing debut and had about 90% of the say of what happened in this. Like he, he was a major, major part of this filming, you know, behind the scenes of what happened here. And that's, that I think is just amazing. Did not know that he was a film school dropout, but the fact that, Tony Khan took the time to sit down with him and said, okay, so here's, here's basically what I want out of this. And then he let Darby Allen unfold it all and direct it. I think that's absolutely, um, that's absolutely just amazing. 
Bells Boy says, greetings, J-Bone. Hope you are well. You hear that one of the members of Top Flight was injured, which is why they weren't at the Tag Team Casino Battle Royal last night. Oh, that's interesting. But they had 15 teams in there. Oh, maybe that's because they announced some teams late and replaced one or two of them. Okay. All right. Wow. Interesting. Uh, bad news. Yeah. Hopefully they uh, heal up soon. I did not hear any details whatsoever. <laughs> Zach with the zinger of the night. Oh my God. Darby did answer questions longer than Trent's marriage. Oh, Zach, you're just, you're just, you're just, man. Just cold-blooded sometimes, Zach. I don't know about you. <laughs> no, I certainly hope, um, certainly hope that, uh, you know, wh whoever, whoever it was, and I'll, I'll look into this over the course of the next couple of days. I'm sure more will come out um, before Wednesday, before this week's Dynamite, the fallout from AEW Revolution. So, yeah, and then uh, Tony Khan did have a couple things to say about uh, Darby just backing up what he said earlier, which was really nice that he did that. Uh, he said he was a great filmmaker He the, in what he all planned and that uh, he storyboard, storyboarded the whole thing. And I just, I was like, and that's what you do with movies and videos and, and all that. That's great. Um, so that he, he had the, uh, the knowledge to do that. I think that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, so props to Darby, man. Um, I, it just makes me even a bigger fan of his because considering he was already one of my favorites, you know, since the start of this brand, um, crazy. So then we had Paul white on there and, um, saying that uh, that this locker room was uh, refreshing and very positive and that he's uh, really looking forward to the chance to do new projects and to build this this Paul White brand. Like he's he's been doing the big show for the last what 20-ish years, whatever it's been. I got to see exactly, you know, when he started in the WWE. I think it was about 2000, give or take a little. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's about what it was. Um, but he said he needed a fresh start and that there was only so much more that he really, he really couldn't do anything else in the WWE. And that Vince McMahon called him up uh, when he found out that he was signed and he congratulated him. And, and said that he is absolutely going to be a great asset to AEW. So, I mean, that that's pretty – I mean, you hear about, you know, WWE being salty and this, that, and the other thing, and uh, Big Show had all positive things to say. So he didn't, he didn't slam anybody. He didn't have anything negative to say about leaving the WWE. He just said he needed a fresh start and that um, – starting in a new place was going to give him more opportunity. So it's, you can't blame him for that at this point in his career, given, given the fact that he's 
the healthiest he's been in the last at least decade plus. Um, yeah, Swagman. Uh, excuse me, Swagman. <coughs> Dear God. Um, Swag fan says Paul White is one of the most talented big guys ever. Very athletic for his size. Uh, shame WWE didn't use it. Well, I would say WWE did use it, but they did a lot of just really goofy shit with him at times. Um, so I, I certainly think they used it depending on who he was working with. You know, sometimes it was comical. Sometimes he was a change from babyface to heel or heel to babyface, as we know he's done many a time. Um, I mean, he's you name it, he's done it. He's done everything in the WWE, you know, as far as titles, everything. So, but, but yeah, I mean, I mean, towards the end, he did have to deal with injuries, and I think that's that's um. That's why we didn't see him as much. But he was also trying to get healthy. But then while he's gone, you know, they're trying to create more stars and whatnot. Some people would argue with that. But, you know, the, the company has to move on. And they're going to look at the younger talent as opposed to older talent like him, depending on what's going on. So, I mean, you can see all the sides of it. So, But, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for Big Show and uh, Paul White, excuse me. 20 plus years of big show you can't help it it's he's always gonna be big show right so paul white paul white we got it so yeah um so yeah he he basically said that and i've I've never heard him as part of like a interview or media scrum before it's very interesting and he was also very uh kind to the uh who's that aj awesome the the little little boy who does the interviews during the media scrums for AEW, kids adorable. Kids just adorable. Uh, Adam Page came out looking uh, three sheets to the wind, uh, and not a big fan of that. I gotta say, you know, it's like if you, it's one thing if you're walking around the glass, it's another thing if you look like you can barely keep your eyes open. Maybe it was just the match, and I don't know. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> Mark, what is up, dude? <laughs> well, it's a Paul White. <laughs> Love you, Mark. What is up? Um, speaking of Mark, later this week, he and I, I forget what day he said. I think he said we're going to do this Friday. We're going to do uh, predictions for uh sacrifice coming up this coming weekend another big weekend ahead of us can't wait so yeah watch watch for uh more details on that uh adam page was out there cracking jokes about uh that he's cousins with uh ethan page because they got the same name and that they go to family reunions at dallas's house dallas aka ddp diamond dallas page um, and the other now, now it's just you know joking. Um, but uh, one thing he was asked was about, and I, I even inquired this, I said this on the review, so I'm glad we got this because it looked like 
after all was said and done and he got a big victory, his big money victory, you know, over uh, Matt Hardy, that um, uh, he was going to be joining the Dark Order. You know, it seemed like they were all on the same page. And, um, you know, why not? Why not? The time is right. Everybody's on the same page. They helped him again. Uh, come off with a significant win at a pay-per-view. That's pretty big. That's big for uh, Hangman Adam Page. Considering the tumultuous last half year plus that he's had, you know, losing the tag titles, uh, leaving the elite, um, you know, a bit of a downward spiral for him. Now he's finally kind of getting back on track. Things are starting to look up for him. So why not join the dark order where you're surrounded by people that will keep you lifted up, keep things positive, even if it is called the dark order. But he said, uh, <laughs> he said, uh, he is not going to be joining the dark order in that um, they've, they've pretty much come to an understanding that they can have each other's back, but not necessarily have to, you know, run, run, uh, you know, down the road with each other. So, um, very interesting there. Very interesting that, uh, that was put on there. I kind of expected that to come out on, um, you know, being the elite or dynamite possibly. Um, but no, we got it. We got it on the media scrum, but Hey, that's, that's why we listen to the media scrum. Cause we get those little nuggets of information that are sometimes critical to understanding the storylines even more. So, cause you never know what people are going to ask, you know? So that's, uh, that's the stuff coming out of there. A couple more things and then we'll get into the raw review. Um, Tony Khan was next. He had the, the biggest uh, piece of the media scrum here. Updates on Mox and Omega. He said they're both okay, that they neither one um, had uh, major injuries. Of course, they're banged up, you know, from the explosions and the barbed wire and everything. But uh, he said neither one came out with um, horrible injuries, so that was great to see. Um, now, this is this is where it gets interesting. Okay. I look, it, it's, it was all over. It was, you know, memed to the, you know, thousandth power. It was talked about. It was, um, the, the deliberated. It was tarnished. It was, uh, obliterated like the, like the, the boards were in the match. People, destroyed the last couple seconds of this pay-per-view. Okay. People lost their damn minds over this. I, I wouldn't be surprised that over the course of the next week, two weeks, month, whatever, we start seeing footage of people destroying their damn TVs because of the last seconds of this pay-per-view and saying that this ruined the pay-per-view for them. 
why would you okay number one not sure if this was a mishap or if it was on purpose the way tony khan is trying to spin this he makes it sound like it was all on purpose and i'm gonna get a little old school here so just bear with me for a minute a minute you remember the old wily coyote super genius cartoons where Wiley's always trying to get the roadrunner and he's always trying to construct something. He's always trying to make something, something acme something. He's always trying to one up and he builds something and it fizzles out. It or it 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 it, it backfires on him. How many times have we watched those cartoons you know, and maybe you haven't. Maybe you have no clue what I'm talking about. I realize I'm aging myself, but this is what I grew up with. This is the best kind of comparison that I could come up with. Where you had this crazy, insane, violent uh, match, you know, barbed wire, bleeding explosions, barbed wire bats, the one barbed wire bat explosion exploded right on the upper body as it collided with John Moxley. One of the most, one of the things from um, this match that made me like jump, like, oh my God. Like it just took my breath away for a second. I was like, geez, Louise, you know, it's like the explosions are close to them at all. You know, when they're hitting ringside, you see the smoke. But it happens so fast, it's hard to tell sometimes how close the explosions are. This literally went off right in Mox's face. And I was like, Jesus Christ. That's that's crazy. Crazy. Um, but, so yeah, people were upset about the ending. But why would you... And you could compare it to, like, the bump from Matt Hardy. Yeah, it was a horrible bump, but why would you let it ruin your entire evening? Unless you're such a Matt Hardy fan. Like, you know, the entire walls of your palatial estate is covered in Matthew Hardy merch. And you can't bear the sight of somebody's Blood being spilled like that. People just losing their minds over this. I, I, I don't understand. It's fucking wrestling, people. I understand you want people to win and you want people to lose. Hell, I get excited for... Hell, I was excited when The Miz won. Because I love The Miz. You know? And then, and then the Miz lost, but I was more excited about um, Lashley getting a chance at the title. And they dragged it out for three fucking hours. Did I lose my mind? No. It's one thing I've tried, and that's why I always preach this. I preach patience. Let them tell the story. <clears throat> but look, I get it that people were upset by this, but there is no reason to say it ruined your, I mean, if it seriously ruined your night, don't watch wrestling for a while. Take a break. If you're getting that upset about shit, and I've talked to people about this and they get so angry at me. They get so angry at me. 
and they don't get it. They don't get it. If you're getting that upset about shit in professional wrestling, then there's something wrong with you. Then you shouldn't be watching it. Turn the channel for a while. Watch something else. Watch another brand. If you can't get away from wrestling, watch another brand for a while. Something. <clears throat> so, um, I'm not saying you had to love it. I'm not saying you had to just, you know, love everything. I'm not saying that. I, I get that people were upset by it. I was I was more confused by it than anything. So Tony says that the reason why I was talking about the whole, you know, Looney Tunes cartoons thing is because Tony Khan said that Kenny Omega built a dud. There, see, I brought it full circle because I completed my thought there. Sorry, it took that damn long. <laughs> Mark, you're funny. <laughs> he says, fuck you, J-Mo. Tanya's coming back. She will someday. She will. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that she will. Let's just hope that she has fun doing what she's doing for now while earning that big money. Okay. Yeah. BP, Brown Runner. Yes. Um, So yeah, it's, so it's, you know maybe there was supposed to be a bigger explosion, and something just didn't happen the way they wanted it to on TV. So, so heaven forbid, Tony Khan spins something and they try to have some fun with it. Are they gonna shut down the fucking company? No, have fun with it. Is it a mishap? Sure, probably, whatever. You think Tony Khan's going to say, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to go to Europe for a month and fuck AEW on TNT for a while. No, he's going to keep rolling. He's going to keep it going. So there sounds like they're going to turn it into part of the storyline. Like, Kenny legit fucked up. He tried to build this big thing to destroy Moxley. Well, of course, now it took some extra hell. Took the good brothers to get in there. But he couldn't get the job done. Now, the only thing that is confusing about this is Eddie Kingston like selling the shit out of the sparklers. You know, <laughs> like, okay, you know, maybe he didn't realize what went off around him. That's my only that's my only logical thinking is he didn't realize what happened, so he was just trying to do his part. But everybody else saw something different. So I was like, all right, get up, Eddie, get up. And he was probably like, No, fuck you, I'm selling this. So whatever. It's like I said, I'm, I'm not gonna lose my mind over it. Mistakes were made. The pay-per-view, in my opinion, was awesome. Every match, they brought it. Whether you were into the people or not, they busted their ass and brought it. <clears throat> so, yes, Bell's boy, you know it. I'm Wiley Coyote. 
super genius. <laughs> you know it. You know it. So, yeah. Um, what else here? So, yeah. So, Kenny built a dud. His plan failed. And the rest of it will be explained on Wednesday. So, Wednesday, they're going to continue this story. All right. So, um, talked about Darby being great. We covered that. Christian said uh, Christian coming in, he will wrestle on a regular basis. So, yes, I suppose he would be considered a special attraction, but he's not going to be one of those special attractions like, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrestle once every three pay-per-views. No, he wants to wrestle again. He's in great shape. That's what Tony said. He's been cleared, passed all the necessary protocols. So I uh, I can't wait to see what he does. Now he didn't come out there and say anything. He put pen to paper, he responded to the crowd, you know, like, hey, I'm here. The crowd responded in kind, and he put pen to paper, and then he said, adios, I'll, I'll see you. I'm sure he's going to be around Wednesday. And from what, and I didn't write this down, but from what it looks like on social media, looks like Ethan Page is going to be making his Dynamite debut on Wednesday. So I'm very excited about that, too. Wouldn't that be interesting if those two formed a tag team? Although I, I do want to see Christian and I want to see Ethan do single stuff. But, hey, maybe, you know, it'd be like the the terrors from up there, you know, something. I don't know. Can't call them the North. No, don't, let's not do that. No. We respect the North, okay? We don't want to make fun of it. So uh, what else here? Red Velvet, he said, uh, basically, uh, someone asked about her being signed. He said that she will be elite very soon. So I'm sure she is going to be signed to a contract very soon. Sounds great. Basically said she didn't have much else to do. It's just a matter of uh, finding the right time, it sounds like. And he also talked about women headlining sooner rather than later. That's great. Considering this is uh, uh, women's, was it Women's History Month? I think I heard somewhere today, or I know it's today was uh, Women's International Women's Day or something like that. Um, so, hey, happy International Women's Day. I have an incredible woman in my life. I'm going to tell her that before I go to bed. Um and then he said that the finish from the pay-per-view would be explained. So that covers the media scrum uh, majority of the highlights from it. So hopefully that helps explain something, uh, maybe not some things like, you know, specifically, but uh, sounds like we're at least going to get some answers soon to those questions we didn't get at the pay-per-view um, or that came up at the pay-per-view. So can't wait to see the fallout from AW revolution this wednesday on dynamite um last but certainly not least um i did hear uh if you guys are interested in like if you have the wwe network and you're 
wondering if you should get it on Peacock. Behave yourself, Mark, because I know you're you're loving this conversation now. Uh, <laughs> there is a special going on. If you go to PeacockTV.com forward slash sports forward slash WWE. You'll see a big thing there that says, Welcome, WWE Network. Start streaming on March 18th on Peacock Premium. Now, here's what the special is. It says, WWE Network is moving to Peacock. Stream every live WWE pay-per-view event, including WrestleMania, and your favorite WWE shows. Plus, get everything Peacock Premium has to offer hit movies and shows, live sports, and more. There's a thing there that says get started. Here's the thing. Just $250 a month, a 50% discount for a limited time. That's pretty damn good. And that's the premium. So here it says limited time offer. Get four months of access for a single one-time payment of $9.99. Upon conclusion of the four-month offer period, your subscription will auto-renew at a monthly basis at $4.99 a month until you cancel. Uh, cancel anytime by visiting Peacock account. This offer expires a month from now, April 9th. Okay? So... You got a month to take advantage of this. I, I think it's a pretty damn good deal. I think I might uh, cancel my network and and jump on the cock. I mean the peacock, uh, real soon here. <laughs> Mark says maybe I'll uh, review Mania with J Bone this year. I've got. Uh, the premium cock. Oh, I see. There it goes. There it goes. I knew it was going to come out. Damn it, Mark. <laughs> Told you to behave yourself. <laughs> Styles, jump on the what? Oh, my God. Exactly, Styles. Exactly. Bell's boy with the Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Trump on the one. Woo! <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I can't even repeat that. I'll get kicked off of YouTube and Twitch, Mark. Damn. <laughs> Critical things as a lesser man would have deleted a comment right now. <laughs> Make that two comments. <laughs> oh my god, uh, I'm dying. Oh, I love you guys. See, this is why I keep doing this is because of moments like this. Sometimes I look at my account, I look at what I'm doing, and I just say, Why the hell do I keep doing this? Seven years in, almost eight now. Almost eight years in. Why do I keep doing this? It's for goofy little fucking moments like this that just make me laugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. J 
Jiminy Christmas. I love you guys. All right. So great deal from WWE and Peacock as far as if you're interested in, uh, you know, if you have the network, you're going to transfer over to the Peacock and take advantage of everything under the sun uh, on that site. So um, I, I'm absolutely going to take advantage of this. I have no clue what's all on there. I know Mark was talking about some stuff the other day. Um, there's a new Punky Brewster show. I grew up on Punky Brewster. Now Punky Brewster is all grown up and she's my age. So um, gosh, that's kind of interesting. Just weird, you know, but hey, maybe I'll check it out. Uh, but I know there's certainly more than that on there. After Mania, you should do throwbacks, Mark says, on Mondays, J-Bone. Well, we'll see. We'll see. This, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how the numbers do from here till Mania. I know right now for the WWE numbers on my channel, they are not that great. Sometimes they're really good. Sometimes they're not so good. Like SmackDown's numbers, like it made me never want to do SmackDown ever again. But I love watching SmackDown, so I hope people tune in to hear me talk about it. So, ah, whatever. I don't know. It's up in the air. I'll, I'll keep doing it for now. Won't kill me. Won't kill me. Um, so, so that's the news updates. Went a little long on that, but that's okay. Uh, we'll make Raw short but sweet because, damn, it went quick tonight. I don't know why, but tonight's actually flew. There was actually some... It was kind of like SmackDown. Like, there's it was either really good or things that made you go, what? What the? What the? Okay, where's the soundbite? Where is it? Here it is. What the hell did you do? <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. That's 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 exactly. Or who booked this? There you go. All right. So let's talk some raw. That's it for the news. Let's talk some Raw. Season 29, episode 10. Monday Night Raw. Um, now, this was interesting. I was putting together the cover for tonight's show and all of a sudden as i you know kept doing research to figure out how i wanted to do tonight's show and everything um it changed middle of the day the promotion changed who'd have thunk they never do that right no they do it all the fucking time paul nelson says how is auntie auntie is doing good Um, cause we were supposed to get a celebration today. We were supposed to get the almighty celebration of Bobby Lashley winning the WWE championship from Miz, but we didn't get that. Did we, we got highlights of last week, but then we also, 
we <laughs> laughing at the chat. We <laughs> we got um we got a title match. We got Miz's title match. I thought they would have saved this for Fastlane. That would have made it really freaking easy, right? That's me. But I'm not booking this shit, am I? <sighs> so, uh, we did not get the celebration. But everybody showed up tonight looking. There it is in the chat. Proud as a peacock. Thank you, Zach. I know you meant that for something else. But anyway, anyways. Uh, <laughs> so, and that's actually how we started out tonight's episode so i was like oh wow i thought this would have headlined it like they you know build it up throughout you don't have biz pissing and moaning all episode long here and there you know storming the hallways whining to people no we actually started out with well biz was whining here he was complaining but it certainly didn't help and he did it so he said his piece about how he was screwed out of his title and um so then he got his his rematch which he was certainly allowed to have um so no rest for the wicked as they say so uh biz with morrison out there and bobby lashley with um with mvp forgot to jot that down not that it matters now but uh, MVP was out there, and he's starting to come out with a stylish cane now. I don't know what he came out with last week. I think he had a crutch or something. So, yeah, he's 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 full-blown pimping now. He's, he's looking great, styling, even if he is a little banged up. He's walking with a slick cane now. Hey, just like slick. Love slick back in the day. Um, Bobby Lashley wins here. Miz taps out. And from my recollection, that's the last we see of The Miz tonight. So they got that out of the way in a hurry. Uh, we get the announcement for uh, WrestleMania is back in business. That's going to be like the theme of WrestleMania this year, back in business. And it's appropriate, you know, because last year they had to cancel WrestleMania. Well, well cancel it for the fans in public, they still held it, but it was all just, you know, in front of nobody, just the, the fans on watching at home. Um, so WrestleMania tickets are going on sale a week from tomorrow. Depending on where you're watching this, it's a week from today, a uh, week from Tuesday to be exact. So uh, I'm sure everything will be, you know, socially distance spaced out in this stadium. Where is it? Raymond J Stadium, whatever it's called. Um, I'm sure it's going to be very similar to how they had the uh, Super Bowl, you know, maybe not cardboard cutouts to make it look fuller, but um, who knows? I actually kind of enjoyed the look of that at the Super Bowl, not going to lie. Because it was, it, it actually was deceiving, depending on what part of the game you were watching. Because it did look, um, it did look very full. 
you know, with the cardboard cutouts until they did a little zoom in on the crowd. And then you're like, oh, no, it's not. It's, you know, all spaced out people. So, but whatever, you know, that's that's up to, uh, you know, Vinny, uh, Vinny Mac. That's, that's his business, how he decides to do it. But um, but they, I believe it did say a limited amount of seats were for sale. So well, it'll be interesting to see how many people they put in the stadium. Um, hopefully numbers will continue to go down, you know, as the uh, vaccine keeps on getting distributed around the country. You know, we can just, you know, pray for the best, I guess. So, yeah, so great news. If you're planning on going to WrestleMania this year, there you go. Get your tickets a week from Tuesday. We get an announcement, uh, another one, uh, just a reminder at this point, that Rhea Ripley is coming soon to Raw. Still very excited about that. Not sure if it's going to be, at this point, it, it might as well be after WrestleMania because we got, what, a month to go or whatever it is. Because uh, Fastlane is a week from Sunday. So, so we'll see. So yeah, probably the Monday Monday after after WrestleMania, and I, I want to see that. So I don't know. I, I might keep covering Raw. We'll see. We'll, I'm I'm undecided right now. Undecided. Strowman calls out Shane O'Mac. He is pissed because of everything that went down last week. They do a little re recall of everything that happened, how he was humiliated having Adam Pierce as a tag team partner. Very upset about that. He's demanding an apology. And he gets a very quick one, very abrupt, very quick one. And Shane leaves. And then Shane gets to the top of the ramp, turns around with the mic in hand, and he uh... <laughs> damn it, Mark. He <laughs> looks like he has uh something to say and then uh just leaves. Leaves. He doesn't. He doesn't spit out the thought in his head. I'm laughing at Mark. He goes, "Hmm, I will attempt fast lane on the cock." <laughs> and I almost misread that, as in, I will attempt a fast lane to the cock. I just. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Rhea is incredible, Mark says. I hope the best for her. Yeah, I, I hope too. I hope so too. I, I mean, I've, I've seen some of her stuff on NXT. Uh, I've heard more positive than I've seen of hers, but we'll see. We'll see. Critical Sting says, Shane almost made me turn the TV off tonight. Yeah, you know, and we'll get to that because we have a segment later that we'll talk about. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, 
So yeah, something weird is going on with uh, Shane O'Mac here. We'll, we'll talk more about him later. Then we get a no DQ match between Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. This one was balls out crazy. Just absolutely insane. I love this match. I was just not a fan of the ending, you know? I, I wasn't upset about it. I mean, I could have, I could have, I could have predicted it honestly. I mean, you know, I predicted a couple things that were going to happen on the show, but uh, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to do sometimes for WWE stuff. Um, but these two literally knocked themselves out trying to hit each other with the steel steps because their faces went into the steel steps. Sheamus, unfortunately, had the worse of the two because as he fell backwards, the steps fell on his face. Poor bastard. Uh, <laughs> it looked rough. It was like, dear God, you know, you just, you just smashed your face into the steel steps and then you fell and it fell on you. That's I'm sure it wasn't supposed to happen like that, but damn, it's, it's crazy. So he's knocked out. Drew's knocked out to the point where he were, he hit and like hit the, uh, ringside barrier and flipped over it. And, uh, uh no contest bubble, uh, bubble dear God. It's, it's time to go. Double TKO is what I wrote down. I don't know what they officially called it, but there you go. Now, I know a lot of people think that um, it should be Drew McIntyre versus Lashley at WrestleMania. I, I don't want to see that. I would rather see this go till WrestleMania and have it go in a steel cage, hell in a cell, whatever. These two beating the shit out of each other, in my opinion, can do no wrong. It's probably going to end at uh, Fastlane, but I want it to go to WrestleMania. I want these two to have just the knockdown, drag out, iron A. Iron Man match, 30-minute Iron Man match. There you go. Iron Man match in a steel cage. How about that? That's what I would book for these two because I love watching these two fight. And damn, they're good at it. Um, <laughs> thank you, Eric. It says, nice headband. This is one of my newer ones. I, I had to find something new and blue. It kind of almost matches the Stone Cold shirt. So there you go. That's why it's on there. Um, on the old Bone Dome. So next we got a new backstage guy, Kevin Patrick. Give me your thoughts on Kevin Patrick. He didn't really get a chance to express himself much because AJ Styles cut him off. But welcome Kevin Patrick to the backstage area. We'll, we'll see, we'll see what they make of him or what he makes of himself in this company. Um, I don't know where he's from. I have no clue. 
I, I saw an article about him today, but I didn't really know, you know, just saw that uh, this guy was signed. <clears throat> so a Bell's boy asks here, so who do you think Lashley should wrestle at Mania? Honestly, I don't know. I mean, part of me did not want to see Miz get the rematch here. I wanted to see Miz get his rematch at WrestleMania. Because he even said, Miz even said last week, you don't want this match now. Have your match at, I mean, it's okay. It was all just, you know, work trying to get out of the match. But he even said, and it made sense. Don't have your match now. Have it on the grandest stage of them all. WrestleMania. That's where I would have done it. That would have been great. Um, Samoa Joe, please. Nah, he he. I don't. It, honestly, when he comes back, we're probably not even gonna gonna know when he's coming back. He's taking his sweet ass time coming back, so we'll see. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I, I really, I'd say Strowman, but he's tied up with all this BS with uh, Shane O'Mac. We'll talk more about that in a bit. Um, maybe, I don't know. Maybe McIntyre and Sheamus will wrestle uh, one last time to end this feud at um, um, Fastlane. And it'll be for number one contendership. Whoever wins will face Lashley at Mania. <clears throat> or maybe the whole thing will just go till Mania and it'll end up being a three-way. I don't know. I really don't know. I feel kind of bad for Miz, though, because now what's Miz doing? You know, maybe Miz will weasel his way into the main event. Whatever they do, they got plenty of people on top that they can, you know, insert in there, and and they all pretty much make sense. So um, I am very curious to see how they're going to play out the next month. Either way, um, I'm very happy for uh, Lashley. <clears throat> what is his injury? Injury? Who's injured? Oh, Samoa Joe? I don't know. He's had a ton of injuries. I don't I don't he's he's been off he's been out of the ring so long I don't even remember. Yeah, Keith Lee's injured, I guess, again. That sucks. What <laughs> what happens to the bad buddy then, Jay? He's on SmackDown. I don't care what he what he does over there. He's <laughs> he's hanging with um Damian Priest, so it's probably going to be a tag match or something. Who knows? <clears throat> Critical Stig says, Miz and Morrison can go back to humping stair handles. Whoop-dee-doo! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Fat asses. Oh, dear God. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's a few question marks. We we don't you know we can't assume all the matches, but we we know a lot of them. 
hell, we don't even know if Fosca's going to make it to Mania. to Mania. She wasn't even mentioned today. We had people talking about the Raw Women's Champion, but I don't think they even mentioned her. I'd have to go play it back. But uh, Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, and Charlotte were all talking about her at one point. So who knows? <clears throat> who knows? But all I know is that uh, Shayna Baszler kicked her front teeth out. Crazy. Um, yeah, so Kevin, new backstage guy, Kevin Patrick, talking to AJ Styles. Um, and uh, AJ Styles starts making fun of Orton. And uh, Orton comes and challenges Styles. He goes, I don't think any of this stuff that's going on with me is very funny at all. So why don't you go meet me in the ring so I can kick you in the face? <clears throat> no, he doesn't say that. But, you know, he challenges him. So um, so that, that becomes the main event. So you know there's just going to be some craziness that happens there. We get Xavier Woods with Kofi Kingston versus Shelton Benjamin next. <clears throat> and Xavier Woods comes off with, I would say, an upset. I would not think that Shelton Benjamin would lose to Xavier Woods. But um, next week, they're going for the tag champs. Kofi and Xavier are uh, facing... Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander for the Raw Tag Team Championships. In fact, there's another one going on next week, too. Um, oh, right. What the hell did they call Riddle? Rydell? <laughs> Kofi was just crazy tonight. He was just all full of jokes and hyper as shit. <clears throat> Must have been testing out a new energy drink or something. My God. Called him Rydell. Um, Riddle's facing uh, Mustafa Ali next week. So we got a couple championship matches next week. So I'm actually looking forward to that. Paul Nelson says, I want to see AJ versus Joe one last time. Hey, that'd be pretty badass. I'm all for that too. We'll see. Hopefully someday. Uh, and then Ride, oh, excuse me, Riddle, Riddle versus Slapnuts. I mean, Slapjack, damn. Riddle versus Slapjack. And of course, Mustafa Ali is at the ringside of Slapjack. At one point, Riddle turns around, looks at Ali, and just says, Would you just shut the hell up? Because Ali is just screaming at Slapjack throughout this whole match. I mean, he is obnoxious as shit. He is just nonstop on him, like like a fly on shit. It was just, it was just ridiculous. Uh, to the point that I don't think uh, Slapjack was even listening to him anymore. He was just doing his own thing. Pretty funny. But uh, Riddle... Uh, Riddle beats him with a boat, Derek, and Ali, of course, is just absolutely fuming. So he should use this anger and turn it into motivation for next week. We'll see what happens. So we could pretty we could pretty much guess what's gonna happen. But. All right, we continue. Now, Shane O'Mac goes out to the ring, calls out Braun Strowman. Strowman comes out. And and Shane 
seems to be having mic trouble, grabs a new mic, jumps out of the ring, goes up the ramp. And, and yeah, this, this was probably, I, I understand what they were doing here, but this was very frustrating because there were points where Shane was just standing there for about 20, 30 seconds, just doing nothing. Just doing absolutely nothing, just staring and adjusting his sweater. Um, very difficult to watch. Probably the worst promo I've ever seen him do. Um, I always, I always enjoy Shane O'Mac because he is good on the mic, even if he's you know a thousand percent heel, and he was here. It was a thousand percent heel, but he was like the most annoying. Like this, I would compare this to Chris Jericho coming back, doing a lap around the ring, high fives, everything, gets in the ring, doesn't say nothing, does another lap around the ring, goes up the ramp, smiles, and leaves. Doesn't say shit. This had that exact same effect only worse just as it's like damn spit it out it's oh man it was it was painful it was it was very um <laughs> critical sting says i turned back in when this segment happened and deeply regretted it yeah right it was it was hard to watch it was legit hard to watch because we expect a great promo from Shane O'Mac, and this was this was worse than hemorrhoids. You know, this was this was horrible. Um, so I was like, damn. And then he gets to the top of the ramp after you know going back and forth, up and back and forth, up and down the ramp about 20 times. And Braun Strowman finally is like, that's it. And uh Shane O'Mac um what the hell did he do? Oh, he goes, he, he leans over, he goes into the mic, he goes, something like that. And Braun's like, that's it. You're dead. <clears throat> so he goes after him. Shane takes off in a vehicle, or what we think is him taking off in a vehicle because the camera cuts away. Braun watches the vehicle take off, and then he just goes to another part of the garage, and then up behind the camera comes... Shane waving at Braun like, hi, still here, and then calls him stupid and then walks off camera. So, yeah, he, he is the worst kind of heel, the most just I – mean, it's just un, brutally annoying here, absolutely annoying. Um, I, I pray to God that he turns this around and just – cuts good promos, but I'm afraid we're not going to get that. This is obviously leading to Shane O'Mac versus Braun Strowman. Uh, what kind of match? I have no clue. Um, probably something crazy hardcore because that's what Shane does. We've seen that over the last few years, especially with Taker and Miz and all that. <clears throat> um Hey, at least it's not a tag match, right? Uh, <laughs> worse is an understatement, says Critical Sting, right? Um, damn, yeah. 
So, yeah, and honestly, I, I thought at first that this was going to lead to Adam Pierce versus Shane O'Mac, but it's not. Because I actually would have enjoyed that much, much more. Because it's you know, two authority figures clashing in a sense, you know. Um, but that's that's not what we're getting. So, and I I feel kind of bad for Adam Pierce because he's kind of like stuck in the middle of this, and it's just awkward as shits. But we'll 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 see where it goes. We'll see. Nonetheless, uh, Shane's going to get an absolute ass whipping out of this. You know that much. So at least there's that, right? Uh, women's titles on the line, Lana and Naomi. Hey, at least Lana and Naomi look like they belong together now. They both wear the neon green. Great, great looking, great looking ring gear here. Facing Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, dear God in heaven, one of my worst nightmares is coming true. Nia Jax brought Reggie from SmackDown to Monday Night Raw. Why? 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 <laughs> I could only say one thing when we saw Reggie come down the ramp with Nia Jax. Jiminy Christmas! That's it. Who booked this? What the f how did you do this? <laughs> he is he is he is zero worth out there. Absolutely zero worth. Like, he's not even contributing to matches. He's just... It's, it's painful. It's it's more painful than goddamn Shane O'Mac. Honestly. <laughs> it is. It truly is. Um, uh, Dia Jax and Shayna Baszler retain here. And uh, Nia Jax ends up carrying Reggie over her shoulder up the ramp while Shayna Baszler is carrying the belts. <clears throat> now, the match was okay. I'll call it okay. Because, let's be honest, Lana's still improving she she has greatly improved from where she was i'd say like a year ago okay because she clearly is working her craft and trying to improve as a professional wrestler and i will give anybody credit for doing that okay you know she's she's clearly improving that's fine we can you know object to the booking or who wins the match or who loses the match or whatever. She's clearly trying to improve. We've seen it. Actually, I have not seen her special yet. It's still on my to-do list. I do want to watch it before I, because I don't know if it's going to be on the uh, 
the Peacock once I transfer. So I want to watch that before I transfer um, subscriptions from the network to the Peacock. But I heard that her um, her documentary was good. I don't remember what it was, if it was a Chronicle or a 24 or what it was. It was one of those. So, <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's... So, so she is improving, and like I said, at least they have Lana and Naomi matching ring gear or matching colors. You know, that helps because they didn't match like a week or two ago. So um, at least they're starting to do that more with tag teams. Now they just got to do that with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler because they still don't match, in my opinion. Um, but whatever. So Nia carries up Reggie up the ramp and, um, and maybe she'll dump him in a dumpster and they'll pick him up and he'll get carried away to the dump. You know, that's all we can, that's all we can hope for. Right. Mark, I can't even repeat that. <laughs> oh, I, I need to make a sound bite for that. For the, the peacock. I, I need to make a sound bite for this. Oh, I got to work on that soon. Uh, just specifically for Mark when he has these little moments here. Main event time. Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. Now, uh, they kept calling this a, uh, a WrestleMania worthy match or whatever they call it. Something to that effect. If it was that, um, I, I agree, you know, I, 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 two main event talents, you know, facing each other in the ring. I was looking forward to this. I was looking forward to this. And um, <laughs> Mark says, you can't censor me. I quit. Um, I, I did enjoy this match. You know, there were, there were matches throughout this show that I really did enjoy. This is one of them. You know, they picked a good one to main event this, but uh, you had a feeling, given the circumstances that Randy Orton has been going through lately, what was going to happen to him, you know? And uh, damn it, poor Orton, man. Just more Alexa Bliss shenanigans. The match was great. Like I said, AJ Styles gets the win here, and I actually predicted that because um, uh, Tracy... <laughs> woke up from her nap and said, oh, who's going to win this? And I said, it's either going to end in, I first said no contest, but we already got that. So I didn't think we were going to get another one. The first one was McIntyre and Sheamus. I first said no contest because I was like, okay, something's going to happen to Randy Orton and, and the match is just going to end something supernatural and it's just going to go off television like that. I said, or number two, Randy will just get distracted and AJ will win. So, okay, so we got number two. I was right, sort of. Um, Alexa Bliss appears on the screen just as it looks like Randy is about to go for his finisher on AJ Styles, finish the match. The lights start getting weird around there, and all of a sudden we hear the cackle 
from behind Randy Orton on the big screen. And we see Alexa Bliss with you know, whatever, the jack in the box. And she gets right up to the end, right where it's supposed to pop. And she looks at it. She kneels down and she goes, not yet. Not yet. And all of a sudden they pan back to Randy in the ring. He's choking, he's coughing, and he vomits more black stuff. And Styles is such an asshole. He just, you know, does his finisher on him. And he, um, <laughs> oh, Mark, you're not a mod? I'll have to make you a mod. <laughs> Don't censor him. Don't censor him. I like him. <laughs> um, but yeah, he pins him. And um, and that was a match. He pins him after he picked up a bunch of black stuff, and and that's how we go off television. <laughs> and Zach Pontifer says, "Oh, and AJ Styles is an asshole." <laughs> there you go, Mark. You are now a mod. <laughs> Now they can't censor you at all. <laughs> Critical Sting is rolling his eyes. <clears throat> Sorry, Critical Sting. Had to. Um, you guys, you guys will learn to love each other, or else. <laughs> So that's the Monday Night Raw. Like I said, there were ups and downs. There were matches that I really enjoyed. Like I said, the uh, you know Bobby Lashley retained. Uh, Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre literally kicked the shit out of each other to the point where they couldn't go anymore. They were knocked the fuck out. Um, Riddle versus Slapnuts was fun. And the main event was fun, even though there was, you know, he vomited black stuff again. Um, so, I mean, obviously they're looking at the uh, response they got to this online and they said, oh, well, shit, that was a hit with the fans and the kids. They love that shit. Let's do it again. So they did. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's all right. Um so I, I enjoyed this Raw. I was, uh, I don't know why. It went really fast to me. Maybe that's because some of the matches were uh, very long, and some of them were very short. So it seemed to really go fast at points. I don't know. But let me know what you thought of it. Um, I know there were some parts of this Raw that were very painful. We discussed those. I get that. So I, I'd give it like a three out of five. You know, So they're, they're building stuff to the next pay-per-view and mania. At least we could say they're doing that. We, we may not um, we may not like some of the storylines or how they're being built, a la Reggie and or Shane O'Mac. Um, but um, but hey, it's 
it's it's not all perfect in the world of professional wrestling now is it so so <laughs> glad you enjoyed that mark so uh that's it for this one tune in tomorrow tomorrow over on that other little podcast called total nonstop impact we've got jake something as a guest right after impact wrestling goes off the air because we will be live with our review right after the watch along so please tune in on the twitch it's not internationally blocked you can watch from wherever around this lovely globe of ours if you've got the internet you can watch us on the twitch just look for total non-stop impact and watch impact along with us um I don't know if Front Row Bill is going to be back or if I'm going to have to do it old school again. I'll be uh, I'll be checking in with the crew tomorrow to see exactly how we're doing this. But um, come to the watch along, come hang out with us, and then stick around for the review. And uh, very excited to have Jake something on. I mean, he's really uh, turned it around lately. He's He's uh, he's formed a new identity in the world of Impact Wrestling, and I can't wait to uh, talk to him about it with the rest of the crew. Very excited about this. <laughs> you guys are just crazy. Um, so, yeah, tune in for that Wednesday. Come on back here. We'll get the fallout from AEW Revolution on AEW Dynamite. Thursday is the throwback. Friday is predictions. Some point during the day. I'm not sure exactly when. Mark and I will be doing predictions maybe early afternoon again. That seems to work out pretty good. And then um, Saturday, sacrifice. Can't wait. Moose versus Swan. Shut up and take my money. Shut up and take my $7.99. Can't wait for that. This week is just absolutely loaded, nonstop. We're gonna, I'm gonna have a record-breaking amount of hours podcasting this week. I may, I may have a stroke by the end of the week. Please pray for me. So you know what we do <laughs> as we get out of here? We smash that like button, smash that sub button, and ring that bell for notifications. Why? so that you know when more of my content hits your screen on the audio, go to anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast. It goes out all over the place too. Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, um, Rebel Radio, CastBox, Verbal, Podbean, you name it, it's out there. I, I know I'm missing a few, but it's it's crazy. So yes. Um, oh, Mark says we may have a guest on Thursday, too. We'll see. We'll see. I know there's there's a few we've been talking about lately. Uh, we'll see what happens. But I don't want to. I don't want to guess. I don't know. So. Um, so that's it for tonight. Thanks for tuning in. Much love. We'll see you manana over on TNI. Take care. Good night.